right, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Online Roadmap Podcast. And this week, we have Career Services with us, so I'd like to welcome David Durham, who is the Director of Career Services, to our show. Welcome, and thanks for joining us, David. Thanks, Amber. It's a pleasure to be here. So I wanted you to go ahead and take a few minutes and introduce yourself and tell us about, you know, your affiliation with the university, what you do here, and, you know, what Career Services does. My name is Dave Durham, and I'm the director of the Career Services Center. And I've been at Career Services for about 13 years. I've been at the university for a lot longer than that. I came to the Career Services Center from the College of Engineering, where I was involved with their cooperative education program and a smaller college career center there. Career Services, the Central Career Services, we represent the entire university. So sometimes a little surprising to people, not just undergrads, graduate students as well. We really have two primary sides, if you will, to our shop, to our office. And one is preparing students for whatever it is they're going to do after after WVU. So whether you're planning on getting your degree and going into the workforce or going on to graduate school, we can help prepare for that. And we do that in by really we can focusing on individual students and what's needed to, to build a strong resume depending on whether what type of industry you're going into, uh, whether you want to go into, uh, say, for example, with a corporation or government uh, agency or a uh, nonprofits, there's a lot of different types of preparation that you need for that. And, and that's kind of where our expertise comes in. We can help you become career ready for any of those areas and across all the various majors. So, so one side of the shop then is about being career ready, student preparation. And then the other part is our, is is providing exposure to employers, whether it be through internships or experiential learning or our, our career fairs. We still tend to focus a lot of our attention, uh, a lot of our efforts on career fairs. We feel that it's a great opportunity to try to get some FaceTime. Right now it's virtual FaceTime, but some, some one-to-one opportunity exposure to employers is that there's no substitute for that one. The employers prefer it, and it's, and it's great for the students, too, to be able to kind of tell your story directly to an employer. So those are, in a nutshell, that's kind of the two sides to what we do in career services. The third thing I tell people that we do a lot of is helping students first, either if they're undecided or unsure about a major, we can help them with that. If they know what they want to major, they know what they're majoring in, they've already made the decision, but they're not exactly sure what they can do with that, then we can also help them along those lines. So that's more of a, uh, a career planning, coming up with a career plan based on your four years at WVU. So that's basically what we do at Career Services. All right. Thank you, David. Yeah. And that's that's great to know. I know networking is huge for the students. So getting out there, getting to to mean employers or getting, you know, your name out there is always a good thing. And that's interesting too, with the career planning, you know, we have a lot of students who maybe start out in one major and decide that they want to change majors. So then they could connect with you as well, correct? To, to kind of discuss what that looks like. Yes, absolutely. So we, like I said, we work with students who, a lot of students come to, to college knowing, knowing they need a college education, but they're just not sure either they're good at a lot of things or they're, they're, you know, they've got a couple things they can't decide between, and we try to help them narrow that focus down and figure out what exactly it is they want to do with their life following following college. Yeah, that's, that's such a common thing, I feel like. So that's great to know. So thanks for that advice there as well. So 
Maymester is new and we're excited to offer it this year. But I know David Career Services has been involved with special sessions offering, you know, courses during our winter intercession. And so this year we were happy to have you guys back to offer a class during Maymester. So I wanted to see if you could talk a little bit about the course that you're planning to offer during this Maymester. Yeah, that's another thing that a, a lot of folks at the university aren't necessarily aware of is that we offer four for credit four credit classes, one credit hour courses under the course title orientation, so O-R-I-N. And those courses are designed somewhat, we don't for we don't like that, we don't call them freshman, sophomore, junior, senior classes, but they are sequential courses that are designed to help a student grow and build. You know, our mantra, one of our that we kind of use in the office is that a great resume takes four years to build too. Everybody knows that it takes four years at least to get a college education, but it also, those, those same four years are just equally as important in building all the, the fundamentals, the, the foundation that you need to, to build a great, uh, great resume. So what we do is we offer these four courses and the first one is called Orientation 151. It's choosing a major in a career. And uh, that's the course that we are offering in Maymaster. It's also the course that we offer in the winter intercession because we feel like it's an opportunity. They're usually a fairly small enrollment there. And we feel like we can spend, the, the instructor can spend more time with a student. It's condensed, but yet they, because it's smaller, they can spend more time talking to the student about their, what, what it is about them that, that can help them give us some information to, to, to help you choose a major. So what's important about it too, is once you've chosen the major and kind of gotten an idea of the career pathway you want to go into, you don't necessarily, you know, nobody needs to pick their exact job, you know, unless you're going into nursing or even nursing, you know, there's different types of nursing. You work, be a nurse in a private practice versus a hospital versus the ER. And, you know, there's lots of, lots of opportunities. So you just begin to develop that, sort of pathway that you want to go on. We, so we tend to wind up talking about career mapping and career pathways a lot because it, it just is a great analogy about moving forward and, and, and honing in on your target or your destination. So the, the, the orientation 151 is there's really kind of three subpopulations out there of students that, that it would be ideal for. One is if you really are undecided about what you want to major in, it's a great course for that. Maybe you're in a major, but you're not sure. You're not 100% sure. It's a one credit hour course. It's not a. It's not daunting. It's actually very, very interesting because you learn a lot about yourself and about what uh, types of jobs and opportunities are out there in areas that are of interest to you. And then the third group is that, like uh, Amber, like you mentioned, is a student that maybe got out, thought they thought they knew what they wanted to major in, and they got out there and maybe it wasn't exactly what they wanted it to be, or maybe they found out that it's too much math. I don't, you know, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And they're, they're refocusing, recentering or redirecting their search of what they want to do. So it's a great uh, course for that. And it, and it, like I said, it comes in it, with Maymaster being condensed. It's a quick and uh, easy way to, to learn a lot about some of the other opportunities available out there. That's awesome. I know, David, and you'll probably laugh at this, but sometimes I'm like, what do I want to do when I grow up? <laughs> so it's hard to, to well, nail I've that down. Well, I've been here down. for a really long time, and I still, yeah, I still say that, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we could definitely relate to, to the students and kind of 
where they're at. And, you know, it's hard to make up your, your mind sometimes, especially when you're young and the whole world is out there ahead of you. So I think it's really great what you guys do and, and the courses that you do offer. So what, in your opinion, are some of the, the benefits of a student taking your course during the May master? Well, like I mentioned, this first course, it's the reason we offer this course. The, 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 the other three one credit hour courses that we offer are all about, we actually refer to the career, our career path as plan. We say plan it, build it, work it, live it instead of sort of freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Those are the stages. So in the planning is obviously our choosing a major and figuring out what direction you want to head off in and then build it, work it, live it sort of follows our oriented, the, the second course, the third course and the fourth course. And by, by completing in, in order to move into those others, those other sequential courses, you really need to be in your major and kind of, you know, getting involved in your coursework, getting to know your faculty, and your, your fellow students and learning more about the major as when those courses and we can start we can start working on things like building your resume, like you mentioned, Amber, the networking, building your network. You know, we, we really walk you through those those three courses it, it, a lot of it's the same material. We're going to talk about resumes in all three of them as it, as it builds. We're going to talk about networking as it, we're going to teach you how to, how to, what networking is, what professional networking looks like, how to build that network. And then in the end, how to use it to your advantage. Same thing with interviewing. We start introducing the, to the different types of interviews, the interview process, how to prepare for those. And then the actual, you know, at the end, you may preparing for a very a specific interview with a specific company or employer. So by taking, if you're, if you aren't absolutely sure about your major or you are re refocusing your, you know, what changing what you're going to major in or you're, or you still just remain undecided by taking that 151 over the, the May semester or summer, when you get back to school in the fall, you're ready to really go full blast into the, the first the orientation 152, which is more about planning, beginning to build a career plan. Very cool. So I know you talked a little bit about, you know, students who are maybe looking to change their major or don't know what major they want to choose yet or in, in you know, undecided type of degree currently for the ORIN 151. Do you, do you recommend a certain grade level or is there a specific type of student that you would, you would recommend this course to? There's really not a, a rank or grade level. I mean, because that's the reason we don't call the four, our, our four parts, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, because you can be, you know, the, the hours are based, you know, your, your, your rank is based on how many hours you've completed. It doesn't necessarily mean that's where you are in your, in your major. So a student could be uh, a sophomore, have sophomore hours, what that'd be 31 hours, right? That make them a sophomore but not not necessarily be really confident about the major they've chosen. We'd prefer they would be, but maybe not. And that's okay. But, it, but so, so you may still be sort of unsure or un, undecided. You could also, you know, I've seen students that are sophomore hours and they're, they, they started right out in their major, they were direct admits and they're really right into their coursework and moving right along. And, you know, they may be ready for the orientation 251 far advanced. So we really don't, we really try to look at where the student is in within their major as far as matriculating through the, the requirements of that major to determine who should be in that class. So we, I'm sure as an institution, we'd like for seniors not to be there in that first class, but we, 
but we don't have a restriction on that from the standpoint of, of, of your rank. So I think there, there may be a senior restriction on that, that just, just because that's how I think the faculty Senate wanted it set up, but we even, I think we've even made exceptions on that before. That's good advice. So definitely guys, this is for kind of all walks of your academic path, right? It doesn't matter where you're at. And if you are a senior, you know, you can definitely reach out to us and, and David and, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out, right? If need be. So, so that's good advice. Thanks, David. So can you tell us a little bit about what career services offers during the summer term? Because I know summer is, you know, a time when a lot of students go home. So what's available still to the students who may stay on campus or those who are attending virtually during during the summer term? Well, that's a, that's really a great question. We actually we do not reduce our services in the summer. It's we consider we're a 12 month office. So we have anything that other than career fairs, we don't host any career fairs in the summer, just because up until this year, those have all been live in person career fairs. So students aren't here. So we don't, we don't hold those, but we do even still have some on campus recruiting in the summer. If there's a company that's coming to campus and they've spoken to a couple of students that are here, happen to be on campus that they want to interview. Some of that goes on, but, but really it's a great time for, uh, meeting with career counselors one-on-one in camp on campus or virtual. So everything from that you would expect resume building, interviewing, experiential learning opportunities, summer, uh, summer internships, that sort of thing. It's a great time to meet with a career counselor and start building your career plan for if you're a sophomore or junior, if you're a senior, it's a really good time to make sure, you know, get, get those final touches to your resume, start learning more about interviewing. There's some, we have some really great resources now online where there's some resources out there where students that have interviewed with different companies will go on and share information about that, their experience interviewing for that company. So you can almost, if it's a bigger company you can, or like a corporation, you can usually go on and find what type of interview they do, because there are a lot of different behavioral and, and situational and technical. There's a lot of different types of interviews and different companies tend to utilize those in their HR offices. And so uh, there's actually resources to go and do a little research. And if you know what type of interview that a particular company does, you can prepare better for it. So we offer all of our services during the summer, like I said, with the exception of the a career fair, we and and some summers we do have a student employment fair for uh, fall for when the kids come back to campus in the fall. The students that they can, uh, the students that are looking for summer jobs on campus. Very good. That that's good to know. I mean, I think a lot of students have a conception that, or a misconception, I should say that you know everybody goes home for summer and services aren't available. And that's, that's very much not the case, especially with you guys, which I think is awesome. And I wanted to ask David, would you say that students probably have to make an appointment to meet with a career service counselor and, and all of that, but would you say they're more available during the summer for students since there's less students on campus or how would a student go about, you know, reaching out to a career service counselor to, to get appointments set up? Okay. Well, actually, we we were going to talk about handshake a little bit, and that oh, would yeah. be a good place to kind of step in there. So we use an online system called Handshake. It's a career services management platform by by technically it's called. And every student at WVU and every student that's graduated from WVU in the last several years has a Handshake account. 
It's easy to access. It's literally, if you type, if you search wvu.joinhandshake.com, it'll bring you to the login for WVU's account. And you use your WVU credentials and with the dual authenticity, just like anything else, any other WVU site you log into. Handshake has several different portals. It's, 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 it's a place for the student to maintain. They can keep the records. We get, a up, we get an upload from Banner. So the students, majors, minors, GPA, anything that they would need to know is, is, up, is uploaded in advance into their profiles. It's not viewable by employers. So it, it is, it is um, secure. So you don't need to worry about that. But, it, but what it does is it allows, it allows the system that way to, if we would need to send an announcement out to say every accounting major, every senior accounting major, it allows us to send a targeted email out without bugging everybody that, you know, some animal science student, sophomore getting an email about a senior accounting job. So it allows us to really drill down and, and, and apply a lot of filters based on the individual students criteria. So it also, we also have our employers have handshake accounts on a separate side so that the students can maintain their resumes, any t- anything that they would want to share with an employer. Maybe some, if they're, maybe if they're a writer, they could share some of their the samples of their writing, artwork, those kind of things can be uploaded in there and maintained there as well. But the, 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 one of the unique, unique things about Handshake is they can actually go in through Handshake and schedule an appointment with a career specialist. It might be worth taking a second and telling you, uh, listeners, Amber, how, how we do that now. It, it's, we've changed how we do our career counseling. Rather than having just a, a, a pool of, of career counselors that help whoever comes along next, you know, sort of like as a generalist, we have taken all of the majors at WVU and mapped those into what we call career pathways. And some of those career pathways are like healthcare or STEM or visual performing arts. So depending on what major the student is in, they're, they're assigned at least as a starting point to a pathway. And then we have a career development specialist assigned to each pathway. So if you're an, if you're a, Oh, let's say, for example, an industrial engineering student, the, there's a, one person is your career specialist. So when you make an appointment with them, you're going to see that person. If you make a second appointment, you're going to see that same person. And so we feel like that provides a lot of continuity. But the biggest thing it does is it allows that career development specialist to kind of get some expertise in all the majors within that pathway. If you think about it for a minute, I think WVU has 165 undergraduate degrees. It's impossible for me to become an expert in all of those, to know what you need on your resume if you're an accounting major or you're a zoology major, you know, and everything in between A to Z. So it's just it's just impossible. So by dividing them up into these six these six major pathways, now I've only got 15 or 18 majors that are related you know, that I need to learn about. And I can become an expert in that. I can become specialized in those things. So that when a student tells me, yeah, I'm in civil engineering, but I want to work for the federal government in this, this department or this, this particular agency, we can begin to develop expertise and know exactly what would be, would be powerful to be on your resume to, to be 
a, a strong candidate for that job. So, so when when you when a student can goes into their Handshake account to make an appointment, it will automatically, if I choose a resume review, and I'm that um, a geology student, it's going to place me with the career development. It's going to give me the opportunities to sign up for appointments with that career development specialist that's assigned to my major to my path. So it, it allows them to because we, because Handshake. We know what their major is. It just automatically sends them to that to that person to schedule an appointment. Yeah, that's very cool. So handshake, guys, sign up for it if you haven't already. It's like the the door is waiting to be open there. Um, and it's so nice that the career service specialists are able to work with the same student too. So like they get to know who the students are as well. And and they really do know those majors and they know what's out there in the field and they know who to connect people with. So, so many great things come out of that. Just making those connections is, is an awesome opportunity for our students. So thanks for that advice and the information on Handshake. I know we talk about it a lot at the university. So I know the students probably hear about it, but it's nice to get some, some more information on it as well. Yeah, and, and it is, and, and, and not, to, not to correct you, Amber, but it isn't anything you need to sign up for. You already have the account. All you need to do is go in there and log into it and, and, and begin to maneuver around and, and, and complete, you know, add, add the things that you want to add to your profile. And again, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. I think if you even just type Handshake, if you search, like Google search Handshake, it'll bring you to their website where you pick your school and then you go to, the only bad thing is you got to scroll all the way to the bottom to the W's to find West Virginia University. And, and then it'll even walk you in that way if you don't put in the wvu.joinhandshake.com. So if you just go to Handshake's generic website, it'll still get you to where you go. And then to log in again, like I said, you just use your WVU credentials that you use for everything else. But yeah, you guys log in. Super easy. Get in there and start start scope, looking around. Check it out. Scope it out. You'll never know what you learn or who you connect with or, or anything like that. So it's a great opportunity. And Amber, if I could, there's there, if, if there's two other ways as well. The students can email us at, and it's pretty simple, it's career services, all one word, just career services at mail.wvu.edu. And, and we'll, you know, if let's say if you're, you don't have access to Handshake or it's not, you're not able to get on or have any problems, you're, you're absolutely welcome to email us and tell us that you'd like to have an appointment with a, with a career counselor and what it's about. And we'll walk you right through that and help you set it up. And you can even call in and our, our direct line is, uh, you'll have to leave a message, but we get back to the messages on the same day, but the, because we are working remotely, our front desk right now, but it's 304-293-2221. So that's 2221. And that's, you can leave a message there and, and, those, we've got those messages coming across to our everyone's emails, and someone, the right person will, person will review that and get it in the right person's hands, and they'll get back in touch. So, last question I have for you, David. I like to leave our leave our listeners with one piece of advice from our guests. So, I always ask, and I'm going to ask you as well. What is one piece of advice that you would like to offer our students? And this could be about career services in general, May master, summer, whatever you prefer. But what's your one piece of advice for our listeners today? Oh, well, that's different. <laughs> I, was, I, had, I was prepared to give you my, what, my one piece of advice about May master and summer term. But if I can give it to you on career services as well, I would just say is 
it's very, very easy to kind of push off your career readiness to later. I can tell you that the important things that employers look for now nowadays is because every every so much, you know, one one nice thing for us with with the pandemic and everything going virtual, most employers were already operating very effectively in the virtual world. It's very rare anymore that you mail a resume to someone. It's it's almost exclusively done through applying online, whether it's submitting a resume online or completing an online application. So that really levels the playing field geographically, so to speak. So I can post a job online and get applicants from anywhere, literally anywhere in the world. So that puts a, a lot of uh, competition on, on the job seekers. So it's, it's really easy now for employers to find a large number of students that meet their academic requirement. So if they, if I I'll just make, I'll use a quick example. If I'm hiring and want to hire an accountant and I know I'm going to get a lot of applications. So I'm only going to consider accounting majors from these 10 schools where I like to recruit that have a 3.2 or higher. Well, I'm going to, I know I'm going to get a hundred. So now I, I'm going to have a hundred applicants that meet my academic requirement. So now what am I going to look at to try to narrow that down to a reasonable number of six or eight to interview? So they're going to look at things like what type of experience you have, what type of work-related internships or summer jobs, what have you done? They're going to look at things like perhaps something in your resume that demonstrates, demonstrates good communication skills. Depending on the field, it might be volunteer hours. You know, recruiters can tell a lot about a person if they've volunteered hours with Habitat for Humanity or, or Special Olympics or something like that. So it's all those things that we refer to demonstrating leadership, things what we refer to as co-curricular and extracurricular things that they look for. And the, what, so my one piece, it's a long way to get around to my one piece of advice, my, my, all of those things that they're going to look for are cumulative things. You know, if you wait until your senior year to kind of really start getting serious about the job search, it's too late to join an organization and take a leadership role. It's too late to get a summer internship if you don't have any summers left before you graduate. So what I want to tell you is start working on some of those things. Be, be direct, be intentional about your decisions. So when you make a decision what you're going to do next summer, maybe try to work something into there in that even if you're a freshman or a sophomore try to work something in there that is going there's going to be something that can be meaningful on a resume you know whether it's study abroad what regardless of what it is just because it, if you start it early it, you can chip away at it a little bit at a time it's not so daunting to wait all the way to the end and try to do it all at one time it's it's pretty tough so to be competitive i would say Begin thinking about your a strategy, your career plan as early as possible in your college career. And that's that's a great piece of advice. I actually, now you have me curious, what is your May master and summer term piece of advice? I know you said you had that too. So what's our oh, bonus? Okay. Well, I, what I always like about the fact of, of, of summer school and 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 now with the May master is it's it's an opportunity if if you've had a little bump in the road 
and you need to catch up, it's a great opportunity to catch up. If I can do it, like if I, you know, if I just need an hour or two or three, I can, and I can do it in May semester. Now I'm, I'm not t- taking up my entire summer, so I can do an internship or, or a summer job that, that's, that's work related, that's career related. So it's a great way to catch up. But it's also a great way to get a little bit ahead. There's nothing wrong with being a little bit ahead or if you're already ahead, staying ahead. I always think that it's, you know, I've always been the type that I would much rather hurry up and get my work done and then sort of just, you know, sandbag a little bit and be ready to go when the time comes. So so either catching up so that you don't, you know, it's so much easier to be to, to keep up or, or be ahead than it is to try to catch up. So Maymester gives you another little window of opportunity to try to catch up. Yes, for sure. It definitely does. <laughs> All right. Well, David, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. It, it's really great to, to hear what Career Services has to offer, to hear the availability through the summer is the same, you know, throughout the rest of the of the university terms. Sure. That's that's super exciting for our students to, to hear about Handshake and how to, you know, log into that and connect with the career service representatives. That's all such good advice, and I really appreciate you coming on today and giving some of your time to to talk to our students about it. So thank you so much. It's been my pleasure, Amber. I'm always happy to have an opportunity to talk to our students or alumni. And if you don't mind me just throwing one last thing out there, I do want students to know that that our services also remain, not just during the summer, but we, we also provide our services to our alumni. So even after you've graduated, your Handshake account will stay active. Even if someone graduated before we had Handshake, we can put their student information, their, their previous information back into Handshake so that they can search jobs. The companies post jobs through Handshake. Obviously, we schedule appointments, interviews, career fairs, everything through Handshake. So it's basically everything career related in Handshake. But so we do provide our services. You know, if someone who graduated 40 years ago comes back and wants to update their resume, we're going to help them with that. So we kind of stole the quote from Pat White, the ex WVU Mountaineer quarterback that said, once a Mountaineer, always a Mountaineer. We, uh, we, that's one thing I always like to make sure students are aware of that. Even after you graduate, don't, don't feel like we cut you off because we certainly don't. Wow. Yeah, guys, there's really, this is such a great opportunity. You, you all should be logging in and, you know, trying to connect with the representative because this is a connection for life. And, and what a, what a great thing to be able to, you know, they say, how, how many times should you update your resume a year, David? Is it like every six months or so? Is that like a rule? Of- well, it, when you're in school, it's every every six months simply just just because you're, you know, you're moving on to you've, you've finished a semester. And if it's over the summer, then it's something it could be something pretty significant. I mean, you guys can have that for life, right? Really, you can update it anytime you're looking for a new opportunity. If, if, if you just want to step outside of your comfort zone and do something new and you're a little bit more senior in your career, whatever the case may be, right? You guys are always there to help and that's an awesome advantage of being a Mountaineer. So I love that. All right, David, thank you so much. And yeah, guys, we will be back next week on the online roadmap. And until then, everybody enjoy your day and we'll talk soon.